Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, welcome back to the Villa View. It's time for a match preview for Villa's home game against Bournemouth on Saturday. As you can tell, I've got someone new next to me for this this match preview against Bournemouth. This is Jazz, my friend Hi. from work, a Villa fan. You may recognise her from actually winning John Terry's trousers from the Villa View there live, go, live yeah. event. There so you go, yeah. you've been on you've been on the Villa View before. In that sort respect. of, yeah, yeah. yeah. But How much yeah. were they again? Don't remind me. Yeah. Hundred and forty. Hundred and forty-five. He's calling it out. Going once, going twice. So! Wow! 140 pounds for John Terry's trousers. Jazz, you were with me at the Spurs game. I was. How did you find it? Um, I think it was a good start. Um, I'm annoyed at the bar situation still. Uh, Let's not dwell on that. What about the game? Okay, the game. game. Right, okay, fine. I've gone on about the bar situation. I heard. (laughs) I just had to reiterate. Um, No, I think it was a really good start. I think we've built a really good... We can see a really good foundation. Um, Anything you get at Spurs is a bonus. Do you think that? Because when you come so close, it'd be nice to take at least a point, wouldn't it? Yeah, I agree. But I think if if someone had offered you a draw at the start of the game... You would have grabbed it, but right. if someone, but if someone had sort of been like, "Oh, you're gonna lose," you'd have kind of been like, "Oh, okay, expected." But I think, but I think we can take a lot away from it. Yeah, which yeah I think is the important thing. There's a, there's, a, there's a lot of positives for sure. I just think when you come so close, it, it's only natural that you're gonna be a little bit disappointed. But there it's was the hope that kills you. It is the hope that kills you. But there, there was the there's plenty of positives, wasn't there? Yeah, I agree. Completely One nil up for so long, competing with a team that's yeah. an elite team that's been in the Champions League final recently. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do think that after 65 minutes we did look tired, but do you expect anything else? I thought we looked tired after 45 minutes. Do you think? Oh yeah, because I think we touched the ball in the second half. No, but I think, I think that's quite unfair. No, 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 I'm being a bit Tom Julian, taking (laughs) taking the lead, being a a little bit of devil's advocate. Yeah, no, fair, but I think, I think the most important thing was if we'd got absolutely thrashed, I think I would have been a lot I think I would have been more worried about this Bournemouth game, but I think if we can play that well against Spurs, we've got 
like I said, a lot to take away. And I'm feeling very confident. Yeah, it's good to have two home games now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And to start to start at Spurs away, first game of the season, and I think come out and play like we did, says a lot about our team as well. Yeah. And it says it shows as well that. There were so many rumours before about, oh, are they all going to click? Are we going to play as well as we did at the end of last season? Because you can see that sort of behind the scenes and whatever, they're all really good friends. And I think yeah. that you see that on the pitch. But I think they looked I think they looked in really good shape. Even the new players we were just talking before we came on, Engels looked like he'd been there for years. He was incredible. Him and Mings yeah. were incredible. I'm a fan. Yeah, big game for Mings as well, isn't it, at Villa Park on Saturday against his old I team? Know. That'll be interesting. Yeah, they're not that keen on him, I don't think, that the Bournemouth fans. I think they, they weren't sorry to see him go. They were just happy to take big, big money for him. But for Villa, yeah. he's been a revelation. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. For Villa, he's been... I, I would have been absolutely gutted if we didn't get him in the window. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people said, oh, he's really expensive. No, he's not really. No, I don't... I think for what we're getting and for how well he fitted in, I think we've done all right well you look at how he played on Saturday argu- arguably man of the match I mean right, I've put his stats up on the screen now I haven't got him in front of me but he, he had an unbelievable game he, he, he felt like he headed everything away well when I was sort of reading about the game out of the team he got that top score from yeah. every match what that read I did it. so yeah yeah okay handy handy to know always handy to know Talk to know one of us is that reading. Well, you have come here to be fair with with, 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 a, with a lot of bullet points. You've yeah. come here full, full Tom Julian. <laughs> we talked about this. A little, I know you listened to the podcast yesterday. We talked. Me and Tom talked about it a little bit in the podcast. That last time we were in the Premier League, home form was was terrible. We couldn't buy a win at home. We found it very difficult to play in front of our yeah. home. I mean, to be fair, we found it difficult to play anywhere. I think we, <laughs> I think we found it difficult to play our under 18s in a training game last time we were in the in the Prem. But at home, we were pretty rotten. In yeah. the championship, we've sorted yeah. that out. You've done your research and Bournemouth's away form. It's pretty sketchy, isn't it, since they've been in the Premier League? Yeah, Bournemouth aren't great away from home. But like you said, we've been great at home. Yeah. So I'm hoping we can take that and use it to our advantage because why not? What do you, what do you make of Bournemouth? Because really, they're, they're, I think they've been in the Premier League four seasons now. I don't remember them ever particularly struggling. Like they've, you've never, they've never gone into a last day, for example, and you think, oh, they're in with a, sh- a shot of going down. Yeah. But they've always been relatively comfortable. What do you make of Eddie Howe and Bournemouth? Sometimes I think he's a bit overrated, but then I look back and you think about actually realistically what he's done, and I think I'm wrong. So I, so I go through phases with Eddie Howe. I really like him as yeah. a coach. Um, I feel like one day he could possibly be England manager, which is a big shout, but you heard it here first. That's a, that's a fair shout. Yeah. In his first spell at Bournemouth, his win percentage was, was 50%. Second, he went to Burnley then for, for a season, but didn't really fancy it. Mm. And then came back to, to Bournemouth 2011 till now. He's got a 46% win percentage, which, which isn't, isn't the highest, but double promotions. Solidified them in in, in, yeah. the, in the Premier League. I don't think people could ask for much more than that, realistically. Yeah, but at the same time, I think, like you said, he's not done anything. Okay, yes, they haven't got relegated, but what has he done? In, I'm talking like obviously double promotion, of course, but I'm talking recently. They're just a so- solid Premier League outfit now. We'll probably never be never be in danger of going down while Eddie Howe's there, and I think to be fair, that that is probably an achievement. It is, but do not think they should be now pushing. And it's not like they've not spent any money. No, no, they've spent a lot of money. They since have spent been a lot of money. I mean, they've given Liverpool a hell of a lot of money for reserve players. I think yeah. it's 20, 25 million for Solanke, which just feels... Again, people say we overspent for Mings. How much have they spent on exactly. Solanke and Liverpool reserve? Jordan Ibe was about 15 million when they, when they first got promoted, I think, as well. And then, like you said, you compare that to Mings and 
I mean, does anyone actually know what the final figure was for Mings? It's about no... 20, and then it, with add-ons, if we do well, it'll be 26 and a half, I think. So That's I... only if we do well. Personally, yeah. I was on Sky Sports News the other night saying everything we've, everything we've done is measured. Yeah. If, if, if we have to spend extra on add-ons, it'll be because Aston Villa have done well. Yeah. So... He was great on, on Sports yeah, News the he other was. day. He was, he was very, very I th- good. I think he was really clear in saying... He was grilled. He was grilled, but, yeah. I, I mean, did we expect anything less? No, I got to be honest, I didn't expect them to be that, that intense. Really? No, no. But I think I think the whole it. thing was because he does a lot with sports news in general. But yeah. I think the main thing was we're like we're not doing a Fulham. No, no, and we need to get that across. I agree, and no matter how much you try and explain to people why it's different, I feel like the general consensus was still you're doing a Fulham. Like, yeah, we've not. <laughs> we know. I think and Christian Perza said himself, the Villa fans know full well that's not what we're doing. But yeah. he wanted to get the message out to the, to yeah. the wider public, so yeah. that's a that's a good thing. I had a look at a Bournemouth game against Sheffield United. Sheffield United played very well at Bournemouth actually they did. on Saturday. Gave gave him a bit of a fright from the from the first minute. Sheffield United were caused, causing them problems. Could have scored very early doors in, in the game. A really good game. Yeah. Bournemouth matched Sheffield United in that game and, pl- and played three at the back, something they haven't done too often in the Premier League. Yeah. Do you think that would have been just for one game against Sheffield United because they play three at the back, or would you expect to see them playing three at the back against Villa? It's <laughs> difficult to know. It is, it is, but I think... Part of me thinks they'll switch it up because they didn't have the best game no. against a newly promoted club, so I think Eddie Howe will be looking at it thinking, what are we going to do? But then at the same time... I think the question you have to look at is what are we doing up front? You've got to look at Wesley. Yeah. You're not impressed with him? <laughs> oh dear. I would, not impressed is tough. Um, we defended him heavily on the podcast. I know you did, but, and I get it, like obviously Spurs, tough first game. I think this game against Bournemouth will be a real test. And I think if he doesn't perform or he has a very average game, I think. Yeah, I don't think he's going to win many people over. Well, I think these are the games that are probably built for Wesley. These are the games yeah. we've, built, we've built Wesley for. Because let's face it, we've probably these are the kind of games. No disrespect to Bournemouth, but Bournemouth at home, we, we need to win that game. If we, we're to yeah. do anything this season or to, to reach our yeah. reach our goals or even even just to stay yeah. up, we will need to be beating Bournemouth at home. And the other thing is, I think Spurs was was kind of an unfair test for Wesley because yeah, it, it, it was like he's come. He's obviously come from Belgium. Yeah. And it's a, it's a completely different pace. And to play Spurs, who were just incredible, and they're going to give you the runaround. Um, so I think, yeah, Bournemouth will be a fair test. So let's see. If he's up against, Maybe I'm prejudging it. If he's up against three centre-backs as well, I always think it's difficult yeah. for a lone striker against three centre-backs, yeah. so hopefully yeah, yeah. Bournemouth don't play that formation. Yeah, but... They've got some, da- they got some, da- they got some danger men. Bournemouth, Callum Wilson, obviously, has been in the England team yeah. in, the, in the last year or so, and he's capable of sticking the ball. Yeah. In, in the net, it's not. It's not an easy game, but it's a winnable game. Yeah, I think if we if we if we don't win, I'll be disappointed. Yeah, especially watching how we played against Spurs. Do you think the atmosphere will carry us through a little bit? Because Villa Park's bound to be absolutely rocking. Yeah, first home game. I mean, to be fair, the atmosphere was rocking in the away end it, oh, on Saturday. Was, we were yeah. probably louder than the Spurs fans for large um, parts of the game. Yeah, didn't hear a peep off them until they until they equalised. Yeah, even then they're a bit. Yeah. It was only when they really went ahead. It was almost like it was expected, wasn't it? Yeah. But then in a home game at Villa Park, first game back in the Premier League, you'd yeah. expect the atmosphere to be incredible. Yeah, I I hope so. Um I yeah, I think it'll be incredible. Yeah. Um <laughs> Do you think like legit question, how much do you think the fans actually carry it? 
Like, how much do you think the fans can actually carry? I think it can make a massive difference. If, again, think? if you look at that last time we were in the Premier League and the atmosphere was so, so toxic, yeah. it's not an easy place to play when, yeah. when, it, when it's like that. And the good thing on Saturday was that the fans stayed, stayed with the team, even when yeah, it went to 1-1. Yeah. Usually you'll hear the odd idiot shout something, shout something stupid. I didn't hear any of that on no, Saturday. They were very supportive, yeah. proud of the boys at the end. They gave, they gave it a good go. We've lost to Spurs. It, it is what it is. But I know from speaking to players... Oh, is it? Oh, I don't even know. I don't even know. Trust you, come on here and quote and say it's a Love Island quote that's not a good start <laughs> at all as I was going to say I, really. I don't I've never watched an episode of it in my life so I will not says. I will not watch that that trash uh, back, to anyway. the, back, to the, back to the football <laughs> so I know from speaking to players how much the atmosphere does help if, it, if, yeah. if it's positive they can really they can, I know it's cliche but they can be the, the 12th men of Villa fan and when the, yeah. Villa, Villa, the Villa fans are on it it makes a big, big difference because yeah. when we're on it, we're very, very good. It's when things aren't that great that sometimes yeah. it can go the other way and then we really can be a hindrance to the yeah. side. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think it makes a massive difference and I think it'll be buzzing on Saturday. Um, yeah, no, I think it will be. Um, I think the atmosphere will be good. And I think, I think a lot of people are really excited to see this sort of championship team come up, improved, and yeah, see how it clicks at home. Yeah, it's like yeah. last time Jack Grealish played in the Premier League. Again, we were absolutely all. I mean, he, to be fair, I don't, he barely played. He came on a sub about 15 times, I think, <laughs> last time we were in the Premier League. But Have you seen that Jack Grealish stat? Yeah, it's a load of rubbish. Isn't it? I'm pretty sure he didn't start many of those games. Exactly. And, I mean, how many it, how many years does it actually go back? Well, it's like, three, four years ago, isn't it, now? Which, like, yeah, like, I don't understand how you can compare that. No, it's, it's not comparable. But Jack, no. Jack Grealish is a, is a different beast yeah. now, isn't he? If you <laughs> yeah. look at him, I always say now, because he's, he's a bit more physic, physically built than he was yeah. last summer in the Premier League. I, I look at him now as being the complete midfielder. Do you think? Yeah. Sco- Why? Well, Why? obviously I can't say he scores goals because he hasn't done that in the Premier League <laughs> after one game. But you know what I mean? Last well, season yeah. he yeah. added goals and, and, and assists. His, his numbers were good. He was always a player that was good good on the eye, Jack Grealish. Yeah. His numbers were never never great. Yeah. Last season he, he got all of it right. He yeah. all amalgamated yeah. together and he got everything right. Now, now I think he's the complete midfielder now. How certain are you that he's going to carry that form through? Pretty certain. Yeah, I can. Yeah. You can never be 100, percent but of course. I think he's he's too good. Yeah, I think he's too good. I think he's ready now. Is that it's the right time for him to be in the in the Premier League? Yeah. I think he's at the right stage of his development. Yeah, I think he's 20, 23 now. I think this is the yeah. right time for him to come and take the Premier League by storm. Yeah, and I think he will, and I think he'll be a massive part of how we play on on Saturday. And if we win, he will have had to have had a great game. Bournemouth have actually got some injuries. Going into, going into the weekend, you've got you've got a list down here. As I say, you've done your research. I have done my research. There's Jazz quite, Julian. <laughs> There's quite a long list. Who's um, Cook, Francis, Gosling, Brooks, Kelly. I don't know how many of these, though, to be fair. Stanislas as well. Would actually... Well, a few of them would play. I think yeah. Lewis Cook would be in their midfield. I always yeah, look I at Bournemouth's midfield in the... In, that's a nice segue, actually. I've looked at Bournemouth's <laughs> midfield in the past and always just thought... That midfield hasn't really developed from from when they went up. People like Dan Gosling, yeah, in in their playing. But one man they have bought in from Huddersfield who got who got relegated last season is, is Philip Billing in there. Big lad, good good midfielder. Picked up man of the match, yeah, on Saturday. And Rollo's going to pull his screens up. Pull, going to pull his stats up <laughs> on the on, on the screen now. He had a good game. Couple of couple of shots from range. Put himself about there. He's a player I thought perhaps with Premier League experience, 15 million, relatively young. I thought he might be someone. I know he ended up with Marvellous and Louise. Yeah. He was someone I, I quite like and thought we might. You have, had we might have, Yeah, he was someone I thought we might look at in the summer because he's a yeah. tidy footballer. Yeah. As well. Big, well, big, big physical presence. I, I, we were just talking and I think that he, without being disrespectful to Bournemouth, maybe. Been better. Yeah. yeah. Maybe like, maybe, I think, I feel like maybe like, not necessarily. 
You can't even uh, Bournemouth. No, I. <laughs> so no Bournemouth fans watch this. You're going to be getting all kinds of abuse in the comments. I think he could have gone to a bigger club. Maybe no one else was in for him. That's true. Yeah. Like you said, it would kind of happen late on. He's played in Germany before. I think he could, he could have perhaps gone back gone back to Germany, but the Premier League's where I, it's at. Once you play in the Premier League, that's where you want to start. And I think that would have been a big loss to the Premier League. I mean, to be fair to him as well. Again, hopefully no Huddersfield fans watch this. But it's a step up from Huddersfield. <laughs> yeah, of course I mean, I think yeah. the fans turned on him a little bit towards the end of the season. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure why, uh-huh. why, why that was, but let's face it, they were uh, they were in big trouble towards the the, yeah. the back end of the season. But Billing's the kind of player, I imagine his job might be to shackle Grealish yeah. on Saturday. Do you know what I found interesting, though? When we were playing in the Championship, we spoke a lot about how a lot of players kind of just looked at Grealish and... Some of the tackles that he received were just... Everyone was just sort of, like, going in for him. Yeah. Um, And when we were at Spurs, I still saw a bit of that. I think it's always going to happen. No, but I think that's really interesting, because I think they, even when you go to Spurs, they still see him as an an incredible threat, which I think says a lot about Grealish and, like, how he plays. Yeah, yeah. Talk about how people play. Bournemouth are obviously a team like us will try and play the right way. They'll, they'll try and attack. Yeah. They're not going to come and, to Villa Park and That's sit it. back. No. That was, I think that'll suit us. Do you think? Yeah, because I think when teams pen, pen themselves back in, sometimes that when, is when we would struggle to break them down. But yeah. Bournemouth will come and yeah. come and have a go. I mean, you saw against Spurs on Saturday. Yeah. That obviously, they at home, they're going to take the initiative. We're dangerous on the break. Yeah. It could work that way on Saturday as well, that yeah. we, we can hit them on the break. Because we, we showed a bit of promise on the break on Saturday, yeah, I thought. Did, yeah. Trezeguet. He looked good. He did look good. I'm excited to see a bit more of him. Yeah. Um, but I think against Bournemouth, I don't, I'm I'm really excited to see how we do. Yeah. I'm 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 actually really excited to see. I'm excited to see us at home, and I'm excited to see like Spurs played quite a narrow game. We were talking; they didn't have much. They didn't have much width. No, they didn't until Ericsson came on. Um, it just seemed to make the pitch ten times bigger when Ericsson came yeah. on, didn't it? Um, and I'm intrigued to see how Bournemouth played and how we adapt. Because I think Spurs came became a bit predictable. Sort until of, Ericsson came until on. Until Ericsson came yeah. on. Um, so I'm intrigued to see how then Bournemouth play and how we adapt to that. Um, so, yeah, but just see what they play. Yeah. Uh, Villa's team. You expect team. it. We've got a predicted team. We do. Here, and I, I've not consulted you in this at all, which is very rude. But I think I just think we'll make the one change. I think Matt Target will, will come in at left back for Neil Taylor just to make us a little bit more attacking at home. Yeah. It's harsh on Neil Taylor because I thought he had a very good game. I think he did have a good game. Arguably, maybe a candidate for the top three for, for man of the match. I would do say. You think? Yeah, I thought he had a great game. Neil no. Taylor. I thought he was very good. Didn't put didn't put a foot wrong at all. But you need different players for different games and at you home. Do. Matt Target's been bought in because he's different to Neil Taylor. He's, yeah. a, he's a bit more attacking. He's got a good delivery. Yeah. He, can, he can whip the ball in. He, he gets forward. Maybe yeah. maybe not as strong defensively. I, I mean, I've not seen that much of him, so I don't so, know, but that's what yeah. I hear. But is there any other changes you'd think about making? Well, are, were you happy with how our, how our front played? Yeah. Oh, oh. Again, it's a tough te- It's a tough test against Spurs, isn't it? I'd give those three another game up top. I think Trezeguet showed promise. We know what El Ghazi can do. Yeah. I think Wesley. This will be a much fairer reflection of his ability in in this game. I, I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change anything else. The thing that worries me is that I don't think even if we wanted to change it, I don't think we've got. We can't. We there's not much. There to change. I think we need yes, another striker. I had a good pre-season. I think we yeah. did need another striker as yeah. well. There's, there's Codger who didn't do much for me. I mean, I think we can agree that we all had a very good window. Yeah. But that it was a little disappointing not to get a striker because I do think we're short. I think we're short. Yeah. And I think 
it doesn't give us it doesn't give us the option which and the worry is then that do we become predictable could be i mean if wesley doesn't hit the ground running or yeah. or gets injured i know that's the worry that, i think we need more than more than what we've got possibly yeah. but we had a very good window and it's, yeah we can't, it's, we can't it's complain difficult to pick yeah um and also you've got to give wesley a chance and there's January. There's January. All there's free transfers. There's a couple of strikers. There is. Available, isn't there? Daniel Sturridge, Balotelli. Yeah. Oh, I would not would, want to say. I would, I, no, I wouldn't want to see Balotelli at Villa Park. Um, but I, I heard you speak at, like, about Sturridge. Now, would you take him? Possibly. I'm not 100% sold on it, but possibly. Yeah. I believe I he's had talks. believe he's had talks. And yeah. for, for whatever reason, it's just he, he didn't fancy it at the time, whether yeah. he fancies it now. Is it is a different thing? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll but, see. I mean, do, do we have to consider the ban, or did you get to the bottom of that? I didn't get to the bottom of when okay. that ban starts at all. <laughs> you'd be surprised. To, you'd be surprised to learn. <laughs> right, just to finish off, then let's get your let's get your match prediction for Saturday. What score are you going for? Give me a first goal score as well. Um, I'm going three one Villa. Three one Villa. It's big. Three one Villa. Yeah, I think. Old. Yeah. Yeah, um, I like it. Yeah, I th- I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go McGinn. McGinn first goal again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of confidence, and I think he played really well against Spurs. So why not? I'm gonna go two-one Villa. I can't remember what I did in our general predictions for the podcast. What score I said for this game? I think I did say two-one. Yeah. But two-one, I'm gonna go that we go behind. I noticed in your notes that Bournemouth scored quite a lot of set-piece goals. Yeah, I go for Chris Meffam who nearly joined us well, in January to score. The stat is, um, since the start of last season, only Liverpool have scored more Premier League goals from set-pieces than Bournemouth. Okay, so I'll go for Mepham from a set-piece to give yeah. Bournemouth the lead. As I say, nearly joined Villa in January. And then Wesley and... You know, you know Wesley's going to score? He's going to score, yeah. And I'm going to say Hotter's going to come on and score and we'll win 2-1. And everyone will be very happy everyone if, if that happens, happy. I imagine. Thanks ever so much for watching this match preview and thanks to Jazz for, for joining me. Really, really appreciate it. I know you're, you're a bit welcome. nervous before you came on, but I told you, yeah, don't worry. Don't worry about it. You've come prepared, so very well done <laughs> to you. Thank you for, for joining me today. If you didn't watch the podcast or listen to the podcast the other night, then you can go back and check that out. That would be really great to get the views up on that. So if you could do that, that would be brilliant. If you're not already subscribed to the Villa View with the post notifications on, if you could do that as well, that really helps the channel grow. Give this video a like if you have enjoyed it and give us your comments below <laughs> as well with what you think going into the game on Saturday. Fan cams will be outside the hot end in the usual place on Saturday as well. Premier League fan cams. First time I'll have done Premier League fan cams so I'm looking forward to seeing all the Villa fans there as well. If you see me on Saturday, come and say hello up the Villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.